tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome to another Undateable After Show. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We really always love hearing your feedback, YouTube comments, tweets. I only have one lovely lady here <laughs> with me tonight, but she is amazing. Miss Fiona, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Fiona Zaring. You can find me on all social media at Fiona Zaring. And guys, I'm Sam Davidson, and of course, this is Undateable After Show Season 3, Episode 6, titled, uh, A Puppet Walks Into a Bar. <laughs> I'm still kind of on a high from being there two weeks ago. I, I don't know we about you. This week. I know, me too. I honestly, like, wish we could go back every week. It was far too fun, but especially when we went, was so cool, because it was Halloween and had a great spirit in the air. Uh, but this week, you know, do you find it interesting watching it and, you know, being able to think like, well, this is how it was different. The first one, the second one. Yes. I love, I watched, I watched it live this week, which I don't normally do because I normally have cheer practice. So I was pretty excited to watch it live. And since we'd been there the week before, I like felt like I was picking up on so many little things and I kept picturing what was going on, like right where we were sitting or right, whatever. But then I went online and I watched the East Coast feed and I was like, oh, that's different. That was different. Oh, that's so exciting. And I think, like, from now on, I want to definitely make sure I watch both. Because yeah. it's fun to know, like, what they're changing. Well, and what I think would be so smart and fun to do for them would kind of be like, hey, watch both. See what's different. It's like yeah. a puzzle. Yeah. You know, when you get those things in magazines and you have to circle the things that are different yeah, in each totally. picture. I enjoy doing that. I did something super weird I was telling Fiona about <laughs> earlier. Um, I was having a lovely afternoon and I had some time on my hands and I was like, you know what? After I watched the first episode, I watched East Coast, I think, and I liked it a lot. And I tried to team up my laptop and uh, Hulu on my Apple TV on my com- like uh, television at the same time. Right. And I watched both to see what the differences were. That's, like, true dedication. It is. That's, like, what I feel like everyone that says they're a dedicated fan should be. Like, we should be doing that and I every felt, week for yeah, sure. I even felt like a bad person because I was missing things. I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, there's so much. But let's start with the beginning of the episode that was pretty parallel in both. Yes. Uh, Justin comes in with a sweater. There's a sweater joke. A beautiful sweater. Yeah, a beautiful sweater joke, which was very funny. And, you know, we just talked about, you know, Justin's just a little silly. and Justin's just quirky character. So straight-edged, but like a goofball. <laughs> we love him. And, you know, then we find out that Leslie's boyfriend, Mike, is planning to propose to her. In a pretty epic way. He's yeah. planning a pretty big proposal. He wants to do so with puppets. Because that is somehow how their first date ended up happening. It was something about... 
they thought they were going to see a play, and they somehow ended up at a puppet show, and so he thought it would be super romantic to propose via puppet. Yeah. And I think we've met this character, Mike. Um, Mike guy, a couple times. To me, I was like, whoa, that's what he looks like? Have we just <laughs> talked about him? Not that he was ugly, but like, I just wasn't expecting him to look like that. Well, when they first introduced him... He wasn't so clean cut, I feel like. He wasn't like, he was almost like a bad boy. Oh, wait, he has really cleaned it up fast. And they they cleaned him up quick. Whoa. Yeah. My mind is blown right now because I'm trying, and I know exactly what you're talking about that right now. That first time we meet him mm-hmm. and he's, I don't remember exactly what he was Something wearing. Something with Danny and like, he somehow introduced him to Leslie because yeah. there was some competition or bet of some sort. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, if you guys know what that is, let us know because those episodes are always fun to look back to. Totally. I love rewatching stuff, especially when you get deep into a show and they're like, let's bring back old jokes and older characters. And I mean, that character is still around. We've mentioned him for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, we've been sort of, like, talking about him so the audience knew he was still there. Leslie was still in a relationship. Yeah. Well, speaking of audiences knowing someone was still there, I forgot that Bursky had a girlfriend. I thought that ended. I Mm. thought the whole, like, she told her she was, or he was blind and all that, and then she leaves. I, were we supposed to assume? Well, then at the end, I think, of that episode, they, uh, Leslie put them back together. that's right. But, yeah, we've never gotten really a follow-up about it, but... Uh, so in both of those episodes, Bursky, Rick Glassman, did two temper tantrums, like, kind of, well, in each episode, you know, like, these outbursts in the alley outside. Yeah, he excuses himself to mm-hmm. go collect himself. Over Very the fact politely. That <laughs> Absolutely. And so when he finds out the first time that, you know, everyone's getting together to help Mike propose to Leslie, he goes and excuses himself, and he says things each in each coast, in each episode, that are, it's like, oh, when he said he said something like, I love you, Leslie, and the next one, he's like, Leslie, no! It was just, like, weird, but different, and he yeah. went on these odd, different rants, and it was hilarious. And then, well, obviously, the episode goes on, but he does sort of, like, a joyful rant. He excuses himself at the end of the episode with excitement, because he exactly. can't control that either. So he exactly. He so much. It's amazing. It's cool. I mean... To think that they have two separate episodes, but they're the same, but, you but know. But they're different. But they're different. They're And, you know, as we know from being there, people drink a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, no, honestly, like, I saw two or three of the guys back there getting drinks. and uh, It's a very casual atmosphere. It's a lot of, like, well, that was, I think it's a lot of, like, well, that was fun. But then right after they do it, they're like, but this could be more fun. And mm-hmm. then they just go for it because why not? Like, there's nothing stopping them. Like, they did the one joke, it worked. But I feel like typically they change things not necessarily just because it didn't work, but because, like, it's fun. Mm -hmm. They want to switch it up. They want it to be more exciting for them because it would probably be not boring. You're still going on live TV, but it's more fun to do something slightly different and feel like you killed that than just repeat what you did two hours ago. Yeah, it was. it's interesting. It's such an interesting vibe, and to do that twice – you know, they try to keep some things the same. And yeah, some things... because the story arc has to stay the same. They can't change anything major, but they can change the little bits. Exactly. Well, okay, so what ha- Well, let's... There's one difference that we noticed, actually, we were talking about when yes. uh, Danny was talking about Joey football. Mm-hmm. I loved the Joey football joke. I thought that was awesome. Yes. Who, you know, was someone that Leslie used to date... And he ruined the relationship. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why he didn't want to get involved with this proposal. That was his initial, I'm not getting involved with this. Leslie hates when I get involved with her relationships. Because the last time, he, what does he do? He sends him to the hospital? Yeah, and each time it sounds a little bit different. Sent him to the hospital, prank went wrong yeah uh, but along those lines. he there and he's like and we now call him uh joey and i think the first east coast one was joey taco bell mm-hmm. second one was joey olive garden mm-hmm. and i was because at first i wasn't sure which one i was watching again and i was confused <laughs> and then when i heard him say olive garden i was like oh yeah i got it <laughs> i'm in the right one because i didn't hear him say that the first time so basically you know uh Leslie tells her brother Danny in a nonchalant way that she doesn't want to marry Mike. Like, he's not the one. Just saying it, you know. She thinks they're on the same page. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. One of them is, they're in the same relationship, and one of them is ready to get married, and she thinks they're just having fun. It's completely casual. Yeah. it's And it, and then, you know, Danny does what he, what he thinks is being a good brother, and he, you know, gets Leslie out of there before the puppets propose. <laughs> before the puppets pop up. Yeah, before the puppets pop up. And then, you know, later we end up finding out when Leslie finds out what happened that she wished that she had had that experience of, like, turning someone down for a proposal. Right. Which wasn't exactly what she meant. She, I think for her, it was almost like, not dumbing it down, but sort of. Like, she was putting it in words that Danny would understand. Nobody wants to turn down a proposal. That's got to be, like, I can't imagine doing that. It's got to be, like, the worst feeling in the world. Like, you're shattering someone's heart. But at the same time... If someone's going to do it, you don't want someone to sneak in and tell your boyfriend, oh, just kidding, don't propose to her. Like, you want to be the one that has that conversation with him. You want to get to break that news or, you know, try to let him down easy or maybe talk about how now's not the right time. Maybe, like, we need more time. Maybe we take a break. But you want to be the one. It's not necessarily about, like, well, I wanted to say no. It's more like you wanted to control the situation. Control exactly. Control the dialogue. There. Control the situation. And that's what Leslie wanted. However, that doesn't end up happening. <laughs> Not even in, like, the slightest. And Justin even gets a little stupid. You know, he gets, like, come yeah. on. I thought that was interesting because Justin is normally, I mean, he's always an extreme, but Justin is normally the one that's, like, super into relationships. In touch with his emotions, Yeah, right? like, very, he always seems to know, like, exactly what the girls would put on, like, a Tumblr post. You know, like, he uses all those quotes and that stuff, and you would think that he would be, if he's that in touch with girls and the way they think, that he almost takes it too far, you would think that he would be, like, major red flag. Like, do not go there, Danny. But for some reason... Yeah, he is. He doesn't get it. <laughs> I know. I mean, Danny, I think, has an effect over him. And I love seeing them together. Yeah. You know, and I love that that's more of what's happening. Is It's always a bromance between those two. But I think this episode with the puppets, yeah, they just took it to a whole new level. I liked that this episode, a lot of times it's them bickering. I loved the scene when they, they try to fix it because, you know, they mess everything up and then they try to fix it and then that just messes it up even more. But at least, you know, Leslie's able to, like, appreciate the attempt. But they're, like, sitting there together and they go back and forth and they're, like, keep jinxing each other and saying the same thing. And it was super cute to see them, like, being their, like, little bromance. But instead of bickering, just, like, being on the same page and being, like, so into each other and so yeah. stoked on, like, what they were doing. It's like little boys that have yeah. a plan, you know? And yeah. they're just kids and they're playing it out. I loved that. Uh, so what we end up finding out, you know, is that Leslie uh, has this guy coming, Mike, and she has to basically stop his proposal again. 
Yes. Like for real this time. When this he's time she's got to do it. On his actual knee. And Candace is kind of, in both episodes, this is my favorite change, <laughs> was Candace. Uh, in the first one, while Leslie is breaking the news to Mike that they're not going to like do this, <laughs> Candace comes out and just says, hi, is this over yet? This is really awkward. And then just runs back in. Right. So what happened in between that episode and the next one that they're like, Candace, go out there and go crazy? I feel like maybe they thought, because when I watched both, I thought her going crazy made it so much funnier. Hilarious. They almost were worried that that moment was like a little sad and that they needed to make it like a bigger laugh because it's kind of sad. I mean, there's not much sad stuff that goes down on this show. It's typically very light and very silly. And so I thought that that was kind of one of the very like serious moments of the show. Also, did you notice that in the West Coast episode, uh, Candace was supposed to come in earlier. It was in the beginning of the episode and let she was, or no, she was supposed to have Leslie's back. Yes. It was someone in the middle and, or no, it was towards the end. And then in the second, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's all a big blur because they're all so similar, but it was towards the end. Uh, but in the second episode, the West Coast one, she, Leslie goes, Candace, Candace, and you see her running out and you can hear her before you see her. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. When you, like, you hear her voice and then she just kind of appears. Mm-hmm. That's funny. And then I, when I was re-watching them at the same time, she was late. Yeah. Like, she was already in the scene in the first episode. I don't think I made that connection. I thought that maybe you were just hearing her before you saw her. No. Which is, which is cool, because you, you can't necessarily tell at home when they're messing up. They just well, really play it off so smoothly every time. Absolutely. It was very interesting, and I think everyone does a really great job. The cast is just awesome. Yeah. That's, like, one thing that I definitely would take away from just when we got to be there I could tell the cast was anyone that can go on live TV and do this is like awesome regardless. But when we were there and we got to sort of see them in action and see how calm they were, like going in and out of like being on live television and switching up the jokes the way they do and having that just like spur of the moment feeling, you have to be like a really special person to do that. Cause like I would be a basket case. I get anxiety standing up in front of my classroom to talk. You know what I mean? Oh, so, you shut your mouth. But to stand up in front of like theoretically millions of people mm-hmm. and just like, go for it. Hey, you don't know millions of people could be watching now. True. There could just be millions. Guys, of let's make millions of people watch this to make Fiona get over her fear. It's not necessarily a fear, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I fear public speaking, but it's that like nervous, like that just nervous. And then you get out there and you're okay. But for them, it was just like, just casual on yeah. and off, on and off of live TV. Very relaxed. They do have a big influence, which is amazing. And we were talking earlier about Ron Funches in both episodes. They plug the whiz. The, oh, the, I loved this. Yes. So the new live uh, TV version of The Wiz. Right. They're casting it and they need someone, what are they used to, who's like African American and has uh, experience on live television. Yeah, and for the Cowardly Lion role. Mm, oh, God, he would be great. He would be awesome. I, want, I hope they really, I hope this like plays out and they really grab him and have him do it because it would be so great. But I kind of thought, normally... I feel like oftentimes people don't love plugs. Like, people get like, oh, I'm plugging something, or oh, this is product placement. I feel like people get like an eye roll for that, but they did it so well that I was like, oh my god, NBC's doing the whiz. That's great. Like, I like thought it was funny. It worked. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I honestly think that, if anything, that will help uh, Ron Fungus uh, be 
that part in yeah. the whiz, the yeah. lion, that would be amazing because now we're like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. I loved what his character did in this episode about the trust fall scene. Mm. When he, each time he like is, you know, joking, making fun of it. But I think it was the West Coast feed that he actually posted the video. He like whips his phone out and he says like, this is for Instagram. And I was watching live and I like went on my Instagram and I refreshed. And like eight seconds later, there it was, the video from like his perspective. So you got to see, um, you know, on TV, it obviously looks like he just falls on the floor and like hurts himself. But really, there's like a little mattress there and he's like all bundled up on the mattress. And it was super funny because... Fans that aren't following him on Instagram might have just thought that was a joke, but no, he, like, really posted it. He really did it. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I love it. It's amazing. And, I, and you know, follow all of them again on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope. It's so much fun to follow these people's lives. They get so excited about Periscope. I, I was, like, not necessarily as with it. I, like, discovered Periscope because when I was, like, researching the show, I was like, oh, they all use this Periscope thing. So that's how I found it. And then when we were there, everyone, like, genuinely is so excited to be on the Periscope. Like, someone will whip their phone out and be like, it's, Peris- it's Periscope time. And, like, everyone appears and they all have something to say. And they, like, really, really genuinely want to connect with people on Periscope. Mm-hmm. I would, like, say if you're a true fan, you've, like, got to figure out the Periscope thing. Because, like, that's where you'll see the coolest stuff, for sure. Yeah. Lots of shows have... You know, I found this in the past year that Periscope has come out. Mm. You know, there are certain shows that I watch that are, like, go on Periscope, and I've been able to talk with, like, creators of shows. You know what I mean? Like, any of us. Everyone can do it. Like, it just depends on the show. So this one, for sure, you should follow their Periscope account. 100%. It's, like, totally worth it. So let's see. The episode ends, you know, with Leslie breaking up with Mike. Yes. And Bursky, as we said, gets very excited again. Does an amazing, you know, hip holler who outside. <laughs> That's like, what? where did that come from? Hip holler who? I don't know. I wasn't sure if I was missing it or if it was Have you ever heard of new. that? I've never heard of hip holler who. I've heard like hip hip hooray. Hip holler who. Guys. It's a new one. Hashtag. Hashtag it. Send it, Make to, it. Send it to Sam on Twitter. Hip yeah. holler who. Please do. And let's see. Are we missing anything else? I don't know. I think the biggest part of the episode would definitely have to be the proposal, but then almost... Even bigger than that is the breakup because it sort of reopens up the possibility of Leslie and Bursky getting together and finally. I think honestly, they're reading fans' reaction and realize everyone loves this couple. I like wants to see them together. Yeah, it's one of those things where like it's fun to see them not together. It's fun to see them like hoping to be together. Like that's entertaining. But at some point, people are going to want them to like genuinely fall in love with not like a Mike character, like a real boyfriend character that's going to become like a part of the show or just they need to end up together because people are going to get bored eventually of like the tension. It can only build for so long until something's got to happen. Something's got to (laughs) give. Something's got to give. I mean, we'll see what happens with Bursky and his girlfriend, Carly. Yeah. I I want them to either bring Carly or have him dump Carly. Sorry, Carly. Have him just dump Carly Sorry, now that Carly. Leslie's single again. Come on the show next week, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. No, I agree. And I'm ready, though, for Danny, you know, to Danny, for Danny to have another lady. But I do love what's going on with Candace and Justin. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't even necessarily know what it would look like for Danny to have a lady, like a serious lady. 
I don't know if anyone's ready. I don't know if I'm ready to see Danny with, like, a serious lady. I don't know. I think I'm sort of focusing on Candace and Justin. Yeah. I can I can understand Candace and Justin. Ooh. I think that Danny in a relationship would be very complicated because I feel like he would take that relationship and just be so bizarre in it, you know? Yeah. It would be a huge, huge turn. A lot like of mixed, maybe next yeah. season. A lot of mixed sigs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some mixed sigs. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps it up as far as story is concerned this week. But let's talk about some news and gossip. Totally. After Buzz TV News. We don't have much. There's not that much news and gossip. There isn't. Um, the little bit that we know is that Rick Glassman, who will hopefully be on the show sometime this season, <laughs> is of course dating Tori DeVito, who is on Chicago MD. Who I love. Yes, I love her too. Who I love. I have been watching that girl since she was Nanny Carey on One Tree Hill. I freaking loved her. She's so much fun, and I think it's really adorable they're dating. See, I loved her on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I, I she was loved amazing her. on Pretty Little Liars. I always was super stoked when they would bring her character on, and they would like they didn't see her for a while, and they'd bring her back, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, she's back! I love her. She's so cool." She didn't even play a nice character. I don't know why I liked her so much. Oh, I loved her, character. but I loved her character on that show. I think she's super, super talented, and I'm like excited that they're a couple. I think they're a very cool couple. Yeah, they're a very cool couple. They're very sweet, and uh, also. Next week, we'll be having three of the female writers of Undateable on the show, so you can hear the female perspective, the lady perspective, in the writer's room, which I think is important because it's a male-dominated show, but there are, you know, a lot of really strong women behind it. Yeah, and we got to meet two? I, I only met two, but we got to meet a few of them when we were there, just very briefly, and they were super, super cool. Like, I'm really excited to get to talk to them. I think it'll be really, really interesting to hear what they have to say, because they were hilarious. Yeah, it's going to be amazing, and hopefully we'll have some more guests on. Yeah. I think we will, but that about sums it up this week's news and gossip. Let's go into predictions. I love the sound effects. <laughs> I love it when people listen to me, and I'm like, predictions. <gasps> They're listening. Uh, okay, well, my prediction, I'm hoping, I don't even necessarily know that this is a prediction, I'm just hoping that the whole Leslie Bursky thing starts speeding up. That's my hope and prediction, because I think they wouldn't get rid of Mike unless they were trying to move that forward. I think fans didn't love Mike. He did a good job in his role. I thought he was great, but I think fans were kind of like, eh, can we just get back to what we like? Yeah. So I, I think that's where they're going next. Absolutely. I agree. Let's see. I think that um, there's going to be some Bursky stuff, but we're going to see some struggles. I, I'm not sure because it's too easy. In a way, I don't really want to see Bursky and Leslie together yet. Yeah. I don't necessarily want them to be a couple. I just want them to get back to their flirting. I think yeah. that, that's kind of what we're coming to. I miss to. the flirting. The flirting will return. I'm just excited for more guests and more surprises that they have because in addition to it being a fun show, it's also a live show, which people want to get involved in, mm-hmm. you know, like all over the industry. People like want to be on this show. Well, people are getting excited about this show. It took some time, but I think that people like in the industry and just regular people are starting to be like, oh, wait, what's that show? What's that show? Because like initially, even my friend who like doesn't watch any TV, I would like tell her I come here and I do this. And she's like, oh, that's great. And then she was like, wait, so the show's live? And I like explained to her the concept and she was like, 
wait, really? How come I'm not watching this? And, like, she doesn't watch any TV. And she just, the concept in itself, more people are starting to hear about it and be like, wait, this is new. Like, this is cool. I've got to be someone that's sitting at home and, like, a part of this. People want to be a part of it because it's so new and it's so different. Yeah, and it's weird. And I honestly, I feel like all of us are a part of it. And I know that sounds lame, but I love this show because we all feel like a part of it. And I think that's what is really brilliant about it. That's definitely, I'm predicting that they will continue to make us feel a part of the show in more ways than they've already done. They're going to top themselves somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys can join them and us because we kind of know them a little bit. We're the, we're best friends. Like, you know, we have brunch every Sunday, all of us together. This is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see Fiona's face, it is like <laughs> not looking like it's true. But really, though, you know, like they look at our after show and all the comments and everything. So if you guys want to, you know, tweet at people on the show and tweet at us, like they read it. Honest to God, they really do, and they read your comments and all of your feedback, and so do we. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. So continue to watch us. Continue to do that. Fiona, where can everyone find you on the interweb? You can find me on the interweb at <laughs> Fiona Zaring. Pretty easy. And, guys, you can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And please don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Works. We will all see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 